0: Hey, chiropractors, we're ready for another Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show with Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing strategies, content marketing, direct response marketing, and business development with some of the leading experts in the industry.
1: Hey, docs, welcome to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show. This is your host, Dr. Kevin Christie, and today I've got an interview with Dr. Justin Trosclair. Of uh, the doctor's perspective podcast, he's got books out. He's doing all kinds of great things per, for the profession. He's traveling all over the world, practicing in Germany right now. It's exciting. Uh, this it is a good interview. I, I really enjoyed kind of seeing how someone can uh, evolve and, and do a lot of different things. Um, he's he's lived in some really cool areas practicing. Uh, uniquely and also creating a lot of good content and I think you'll get that from this episode and realize like this is a doc that is doing a lot of things and pushing the envelope and creating and he's a very creative person and we dive into the one sheet um, topic and he developed a one sheet for me and we'll talk about what that is and why to use it. Uh, We developed a one sheet for my Uh, modern chiropractic marketing slash chiropractic success academy uh, business and getting that and using that to send to prospective uh, let's call it clients but we also talk talk about how important this can be in your community we also dive into curriculum vitae's and how he's doing some work with that but we we really uh, dissect that one sheet and how it can be very valuable for you and then we have a nice and wide ranging conversation about all kinds of things creative and travels and things like that, but uh, I, I really like this one sheet that I got from him, and, and I'm going to have another one done for my uh, clinical local community-based one because I've used some makeshift things in the past uh, to try to accomplish the same goals, and this, what he's doing is a lot more uh, professional, concise, and to the point. So here is my interview with Dr. Justin Trosclair on the one sheet. All right. Welcome to the show, Justin. I really appreciate your time today. I know we're in a uh, a time zone difference. So you're probably a little bit later in the evening than I am. So thanks for your time today. Before we dive into what we're going to talk about, uh, tell our audience a little bit about yourself personally and professionally.
0: Well, hi, I'm Dr. Justin. Uh, I'm a Virgo. No, I'm just kidding. Long walks on (laughs) the beach. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Now, you know, I'm a chiropractor. Of course, Uh, I had a clinic in Colorado for like, I don't know, almost seven years. And then I moved to China and was there for five years working at a hospital. And during that time, was able to, you know, write a couple of books and start a podcast of my own. And now I'm actually in Germany and I should be here for at least another year and uh, just kind of enjoying life. I have a, a great wife, a two-year-old daughter who just found out, you know, she's doing better than the average. So that's exciting to hear. That's <laughs> always good. You hope it's true. You know, it seems like it's true. <laughs> That's like my,
1: my uh, seven-month-old son just got back from the pediatrician, I don't know, a few weeks ago, and he was in the 97th percentile for length. And we're like, yeah, nice. I'll take it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. Well, our, ours always felt like a little runt, but she uh, she's developing well with her fingers and playing on the park and stuff. So, you know, it's, I'm happy with it.
1: Nice. No, you know, I always, uh, interested in with the fact that you've moved and lived in different countries and, uh, it seems exciting and, and you're, you're always doing a lot, obviously clinically, but then also for the profession. Um, let me know, like, when did you start, um, the idea, I just wanted, this is more of like a personal question, but when did you start the, the thought process of maybe international, uh, travel slash chiropractic and, and, and what was that thought process like?
0: I was selling my clinic in Colorado and mm-hmm. I was looking for just to not be a business owner, just yep. get rid of that stress for a little while, for like a year and you know, a chiropractors, our, our degree doesn't do much for us, so uh, I was looking at like associateships and I was like, I, you know, the price, the, the wage of that's not that great yeah. um, so I started looking around and I was like, like, where could I go? Could I, should I do this like foreign lifestyle that so many people do when they're like 19, but you know, I just went straight through school, mm-hmm. like most of us and, uh, China came in because they, I actually knew a guy who had a connection and he said, you should, you should try China. Mm-hmm. And, um, they do a reciprocal license. So you don't have to retake boards or anything like Australia yeah. or New Zealand, which is where you would assume someone yeah. would go. Um, yeah. So, you know, after six months of back and forth, I was like, you know what? I think I could do this. And (laughs) it's like worst case scenario, you just leave and, you know, in the middle of your contract or just tell them like, you just can't take it anymore. But, um, it worked out quite well. And and it was like, I can get paid like an American, Mm -hmm. but only spend maybe like 700 a month. (laughs) So you can save a lot of money and then you can travel a lot. And then it turns out like you're treated like a King while you're there. So that's pretty cool. So there was just a lot of perks. There's also some minuses, but, Mm -hmm. um, I think the perks outweighed it for, for quite a while.
1: Good. That's awesome. You know, it's uh, sure it wasn't easy, but it seems like it's paid off. And then uh, now in Germany, what brought you to Germany?
0: Oh, and I should note here and there still uh, don't, didn't learn the language as well as I should have. So uh, we have I, translators. Gotcha. Yeah. But at Germany, there was a, a doctor that I had interviewed at one point and I liked what he was doing and it sounded kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And then of course being able to, you know, allegedly travel in europe except for this oh, year. oh yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so part of the reason why i came was squashed yeah but oh man but yeah i really liked his technique and what he was doing and so i thought you know what let me learn i've never actually worked underneath somebody like even yeah. in china like i was it i was the top so um just to experience that i haven't like i said i haven't experienced that before that was kind of fun it, it mm-hmm. is kind of fun um and again, it's still not as stressful as owning your own business, but then you still have responsibilities more than you would in a hospital setting. Um, but it, it's been good. It's a good sure, situation. Sure. And, and our, we like the lifestyle here. It's like a mix between China and America because, you know, everybody's, you know, tall buildings. We're well, not that tall here, but like five or six mm-hmm. stories, mm-hmm. you know, businesses on the first floor. You live on the top floors. And you walk a lot. Uh, you don't really have to have a car. There's good tra- public transportation. So it's kind of a nice mix of both. Yeah. No, it
1: sounds like it. I, I've, I've been to Germany and I love it there. I could, it's definitely one of those countries I could live in. Um, I'm just too bogged down now with my life in South Florida, but I'll take it. <laughs> um, I wouldn't. Taxes here are crazy. <laughs> oh yeah. That's what you get. That's what you get. So, but um, you know, I wanted to uh, ask you a question about your podcast because I know you had me on there and you were asking me questions. So I couldn't really ask any questions at that time, but uh, when did you when did you start your podcast uh, tell our audience a little bit about it and then um, we'll go from there yeah
0: 2017 in January okay. I started it I was you know kind of bored in China and wanted to get more involved with the profession and just from listening to other podcasts I was like you know what I'm gonna go longer mm-hmm. than 20 minutes so I can dive deep and I always wanted to know about relationships yep. you know like million and get a divorce, like okay, that wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I usually ask those types of questions near the end of the interview, and and instead of just sticking to chiropractic, I was like, you know, we can learn stuff from dentists and physical therapists, mental health professionals, etc. Mm-hmm. Mark, you know, the marketing and everything, and uh, so that's where I started with. I gotta be honest, uh, I expected to have way more downloads, you know, because it's yep. you know cross, but I think you know the niching part is, <laughs> I thought it would have been better, you know, yeah. this is the niche. I thought who wouldn't want to know about. Um, these other professions and what they're doing and be able to think about what they're doing and apply it to your, your practice. But uh, it turns out, you know, <laughs> well, po- you
1: know, podcasting is always interesting because I remember, you know, my, a lot of people don't realize it, but my first podcast I did was the modern desk jockey. And I mm-hmm. did that back. I think it was 2016. I started it. And I was, you know, listening to John Lee Dumas who had the entrepreneur on, uh, on fire podcast. And I took his course and, you know, he turned himself into a multimillionaire uh, from his podcast. He, he just, you know, hit a struck gold for sure. And the timing and all that. And and so I started my podcast and I'm expecting to, you know, <laughs> the modern desk jockey, which was all about health and wellness for the desk worker. And I interviewed all kinds of people and cross professions, and all that. And I'm thinking I'm going to get all this, uh, you know, all these downloads and, and it wasn't bad, but it was just definitely not what I expected. But um, and then I launched this obviously podcast here and I went with it. I went into it with a different mindset of not worrying about the downloads. I've been fortunate, but I'm never going to be Tim Ferriss. I'm never going to be right. Don Lee Dumas. Um, but it's definitely served me well. And there's, you know, it, heck, if you get ten people listening, that's great. And so
0: it's the, um, it's the opposite part too, because I'm not so worried about the downloads like you are. Yeah. But you've actually been able to, because of the chiropractic work, I think, mm-hmm. and you're in America, that helps too. Yeah. Uh, switch it into speaking gigs mm-hmm. and you pivot. And that was part of the plan too, is to pivot into, you know, some kind of speaking thing of here's things that I've learned or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but then that's still in the pipeline. It's just, you know, where I'm at, it's a little bit more, a little more difficult, I guess.
1: Yeah, I get it for sure. But um, I enjoyed your podcast. I, I think it's a great concept. The title's great. Um, where can our audience find you? A Doctorsperspective.net. Perfect. Yep. And so, Check that out, that was, that was really good. And then, um, you know, I wanted to really dive in with you because you came up with such a, a good idea and there's gonna be a few things we, we piggyback off that, but uh, you were nice enough to offer to do a one sheet for me. And, and I took you up on it and I finally got you the information you needed and you put it together and it looks really good because yeah, people do reach out to me for public speaking or this, that, and the other thing. And it's a great little way to, to add to my kind of collateral of information. So explain to our audience what a one sheet is and we'll dive into why, why you should have one. Right.
0: If you've tried to pitch yourself to a local business to get to speak more, or you dropping off information at the medical doctors who've. You have a lot of patients to use uh nobody really wants to read a bunch of your cv that's like five or six pages long for the last 10 years in practice they're not going to read these abstracts most likely uh so it's just kind of that's not going to really work and if i'm getting emails personally like hey you should interview this person but they don't attach it's something Mm -hmm. you know i just kind of read it i'm like am i really going to go on their web page and and really try to figure this out and the answer is usually not unless they really have a good you know, good yeah, sales copy it better be a strong referral or something too right <laughs> right exactly uh but the one sheet is just it's a one page pdf it's printed it's going to match your logo your colors the, the fonts you use and all that and it just highlights what are you good at what can you talk about and your credentials you just sort of set up to where when you send it to someone they read it and they say oh my audience could use this so it's not so much trying to just sell you it's pitching it in a position that somebody else is going to want to reply back and be like yeah contact me um one of the guys he sent it out and i think within like 48 hours he got two speaking gigs just like that and i was like oh that's pretty good yeah (laughs) disclosure not everyone will receive this (laughs) but i enjoy you know all the podcast artwork that i've been doing and and learning graphic design and layout and all of that i was like you know that that's it's something when I see it as, I you said, know, as I see it given to me, I'm like, this is great. This looks professional. And it just summarizes what they're good at so that I would actually reply back and be like, yeah, actually I'll book you. Here's the link, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah definitely. And, um, and I've been using it for that reason. Obviously chiropractors can use that, for, but they could also use it in their uh, community and, and for their practice. Right.
0: So mm-hmm. how, how could they utilize that? I would say if you're, medical referrals for sure if you're mm-hmm. gonna visit other doctors that's a great piece to just give the lady up front or the guy up front and they'll have everything they need to want to call you back and you yep. can still have all the other stuff but if you just have that concise paper i think it works well um especially if you're doing like a bni or a chamber mm-hmm. of commerce event um you can go in there and then, then you can just pass that out to all the members especially like bni you can visit any chapter that doesn't have a chiropractor
1: yep
0: so that's kind of a nice way to like let them leave with something. Uh, and if you print it on nice paper, yeah, maybe less likely it' at least maybe it'll stay in their car for a while before going straight in the trash <laughs> on the way out.
1: There you go. Uh, but actually, I had a chiropractor that I was working with today ask about uh, just he, he's like, I need something for my practice that just uh, highlights what I do, what we do, things like that. He mm-hmm. didn't want to do a full traditional brochure and and it got me thinking and it's like you know the, the one sheet would be a great thing for that cuz so i guess you could probably make it for you as the doctor but also your clinic as well right
0: right cuz you can highlight you do decompression therapy you mm-hmm. do laser therapy you know they tell us especially like with the story branding no one cares about your laser but <laughs> you can put <laughs> you know laser and what the benefit is to the patient so that when they read it they're like oh i need that um so it sells the service, the fancy stuff that you might have. Yeah. Uh, I think you can definitely, you know, if you were to email me, this is what I'm, this is my goal. Mm-hmm. Okay. We just fine tune it for that. And you can have two of them, you know, one for your yep. professional and one for uh, patient referrals and those types of things.
1: Yeah, exactly. And you know, you can story brand your services, right? Like mm-hmm. if you have the, uh, laser as what it is, is like you mentioned the, the benefits and you definitely want to highlight that maybe not in all the, feature heavy. I think some people go so feature heavy and not benefit heavy. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. It'd be a good idea. I think to where put together a nice branded one sheet for, for yourself and for your uh, clinic to do that. What are some of the things that you would put on a one sheet for someone, whether it is like trying to get speaking engagements or if it was a chiropractor in their community?
0: Definitely. If you have past experience Mm-hmm. if you've spoken at a conference that's a nice one if you've been a, a guest on some podcasts you want to put that uh if you're talking about like techniques you know if you have some kind of what is it McKinsey or mm-hmm. dns or something you might put that in there and what that's for so that way they understand oh okay so you deal with disc injuries um so that's a good way to you like you have a little bio mm-hmm. you don't need to put too much stuff about that like we know you. You know maybe where you graduated, if you wanted to, or what year, if you were cum laude or something. Um, if you have some certifications, like I said, some certifications that are above and beyond. Especially if you're a uh, a diplomate in chiropractic, you might want to explain what that is. Yeah. Because nobody really knows what that. Is. <laughs> nobody cares. Yeah, I know.
1: It's, that's for sure. <laughs> you're what? Sports certified? What? Yeah. No, it's you know it's it's a good point right it's good to have that it's great information there will be a select people that will definitely matter but for the most part uh they want to know what you can do for them
0: if you're a veteran you know if you played college football and some of those things could be relevant depending on like you know uh your your town you know especially in a small town big you know texas football town that might be something that's valuable like Mm -hmm. yeah i played it you know, LSU or something. It's kind of cool. Okay. That's actually a, it's a good point. And and I just wanted to
1: highlight that for a second, you know, like if you're in New York city, uh, you know, highlighting that you were the quarterback for a high school or something like that's probably not going to do it. Or if you're the team chiropractor for a high school may not be huge, but if you are in a Texas town like that, that could definitely move the needle. Um, Mm -hmm. So that makes
0: sense. Good. Cool. And then like a biopic, I would assume. Oh, of course. Definitely a close-up of your face. Uh, I'll work with whatever somebody gives me, Uh, but, you know, higher quality is better, and then I crop it down, crop it down, or zoom it in, whatever, and then we typically have a layout where we put a bar with your clinic color and your name and your pictures there, and on the bottom, we'll have more of, like, your contact information. You can put everything from Facebook to a book you published. you know, your logo, but we try not to make too much space with your logo because nobody really cares. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Makes sense. But your web address matters yeah. and maybe your phone number, that stuff matters. We'll put that on there. Yeah.
1: What I'll do is also in the show notes, I'll put, um, I'll put a link to my one sheet that you did for me. Cause it's uh, it. really good. So make sure that I do that. Uh, yeah. And with a biopic, make sure it's not like a 15 year old picture <laughs> mm. update it. Right. Indeed. Let's take a break from today's episode and announce our sponsor, Propel Marketing and Design. I've known Darcy Sullivan for years, and we've worked hand-in-hand on my websites. I don't trust anybody else to do search engine optimization. There's so much to it, and she does a great job. If you're really going to get results with Google, you have to make sure your website is SEO-optimized. And I really don't want you doing it yourself as a chiropractor. You just have to have this type of stuff done for you. There's just no way around it. And if you're looking to get more organic online traffic that pulls in new patients, Propel Marketing Design is currently offering chiropractors who listen to this podcast a free SEO website review. The free review will help you uncover methods that will improve your website and boost your search engine visibility. Head over to propelyourcompanycom chiropractor and schedule your free SEO website review. You won't regret it. She gets great results and your website needs this. Your search results need this. Head on over there to propelyourcompanycom chiropractor to get your free SEO website review today. Look, you've heard me talk about ChiroUp before and I'll talk about them again. For those of you that aren't familiar with ChiroUp or haven't checked them out, What they are doing is amazing. I just love their clinical expertise and how they really help the chiropractor and help the chiropractor help their patient base, right? is an online platform designed by two chiropractors, Dr. Tim Bertelsman and Dr. Brandon Steele. They have nailed down the three things that chiropractors want and then created the resources to accomplish these goals all in one online system. Look, if you want to save more time, treat more conditions confidently and grow your practice, then you need to try Cairo Up. Their subscribers love Cairo because the resources are practice game changers. I love them because I feel like we don't know how to create content sometimes and we struggle with ideas or feeling confident in what we're talking about and Cairo really helps solve that for you. And you will love them because of their commitment to work with you and your unique practice goals. Seriously, go to their website, check out their plans and see what they're all about. First-time subscribers can get 15% off their monthly subscription with the code Christy15. That's Christy15 for 15% off your monthly subscription. Cool. All right. So the the one she I want to definitely come back to that in a second, but let's let's transition just a little bit because you had an experience recently we were talking about before uh, we started recording and that was someone asked you to help them with their
0: CV. So let's talk about that for a second. Those are everybody's like, well, nobody wants to do this. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and for me, it's fine. Like, if you can get the information, I can only work with what you give me. So if you have two out of the last 15 years of seminars that you've taken and ah, I can only work with what you give me. So sometimes you have to go back and find it all. So you're gonna, it's gonna be a little bit more labor intensive for the client. Mm-hmm. But once you have it, then you can I can format it and make it look pretty so you don't have to deal with that. Because mm-hmm. let's be honest, that part is that's the part that's kind of tricky to make it look good for whatever reason you might need that might be more of a mm, a student going becoming a first-time doctor might be Uh a a good idea but if if it's been 10 years since you did a cv and you have the information then you might look into it it's it takes some time on my end but i don't i don't mind it i mean i still i'll do those it's a um, it's a service that's i think it's needed i mean i've had my buddies before look at mine in the past but like hey man what am i doing
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I wish I I I remember when I researched mine to do it a while back. uh, I wish I would have had someone to do it for me for sure. But yeah, I I try to update mine every year because you know the CV obviously for the audience it's it's a lot different than the resume. Um, CV is going to be for someone like a professional, a doctor, attorney, uh, educator, things like that. But you're going to have everything on there from your speaking engagements to any research you were a part of books you published. I mean, it's, it's going to be kind of a laundry list of your accomplishments.
0: And it's long. It's not a, it's not a resume one page. Like, I you know, I applied for jobs when I was deciding to go to Germany or go back to America. Part of the reason why I went to China was hospital experience. I so like, oh man, Yeah. I mean all I got to do is apply to someplace. Like who has hospital experience? Me, I do. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, when you get rejected or you don't get a call back, you start sending your CV to somebody and you're like, Hey, what's going on? Um, and they start looking at it and like, all right, we can tweak this. You can tweak that. And you start learning. You're like, Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but yeah. that's it. It, it's a, it's a challenging thing with, with getting all that in there. But
1: at the same time, have you found people um don't know the difference between a cv and a resume
0: Mm.
1: are they pretty in our profession
0: are they pretty clear on it i think it depends on the person because you grow up thinking a resume is two pages max gotcha but i think if you're applying for a a, an associate position or for whatever Mm -hmm. they want to know like how many seminars did you take what have you taken and then Mm -hmm. that way the the hiring doctor can be like you've taken nothing are you you know, haven't <laughs> you know, taken anything important uh you have one seminar and a whole bunch of different rehab techniques but you haven't mastered any um what's your plan in the future uh especially the places that with the forward thinking chiropractic alliance you know a lot of those docs i think want to see that you finished um the SFMA or something like that you know they, yeah. they want to see that you've you've completed it so they don't have to train you on that as well.
1: Well Just it's true it's true and the CV if it's one page you got problems <laughs> but um, obviously as a student it's going to be not as thick as a as a 20-year doctor but uh, I ask you know anybody that is asking the preceptor with me obviously if they are looking for a job I ask, first I'm asking for a CV and, and I do look at that stuff even for preceptors because the type of preceptor that I want in my practice I need them to have a baseline skill set uh, so mm-hmm. that they can fit right in. I don't wanna spend, honestly, I don't wanna spend three or four months trying to train them on the basics. I want right. them to have that and have a skill set and be able to apply it uh, in, in the practice setting. And so uh, the CV definitely helps me uh, determine that. So people are asking for it. So make sure you start one now and then keep up with it as you add certifications, experiences, things like that. So just like, for example, for me, a, a few things that are on mine, uh, and I won't go too, too deep into it, but, you know, I've, gone to the NFL combine for 12 years in a row, as far as clinical director of a training program, that's on there. Um, I obviously written a a couple books. The books are on there. My certifications are on there. My education all the way through universities on there. And so you just, you know, you're going to get in depth with there. Um, I was part of a two research projects in the past that's on there. So you just definitely want to get that going. I guess the problem is, is gathering all that information, right? Are you seeing that be an issue? Of course. they <laughs>
0: What's your recommendation for someone? <laughs> Pay me first, and then take the time if you want. I mean, I'm just kidding. No, but like, yeah. Like, let me know if you have it ready or not. I might tell you, look, I know what the idea is to like push the buy button now on my end, but at the same time, if you're like three weeks out, mm-hmm. I'm gonna remind you, and I don't really want to be that pushy. Like, hey, man, can you give me the information? Like, yeah. I'm trying to do a job that you already paid me for. Like, I'm kind of stuck, and I don't want it on my plate forever. Um, but, yeah, you just – you might do some, some prep work before the I guess,
1: you know, the two things that your service with that is so valuable is obviously the um, design of it and the layout mm-hmm. and doing all
0: that, but also guiding them into what information they actually need, right? Yeah, because I'll give you the questions. Perfect. Everything that I need, I, I already tell you. So, it's like a – you know, it's a Word document. Boom, I mail it to you, email it to you. You already have it, so you just have to spend the time and, and do it. I, I would even recommend – I mean, let me ask you mm-hmm. – preceptor your student if you've shadowed doctors like I did a lot of shadowing Mm -hmm. uh would that be beneficial to kind of write down like shadow this doc it was this type of practice went three four times does that matter to you uh it would
1: be good now if someone shadowed 25 people I don't know if I want all 25 on there so I probably would cherry pick Mm -hmm. the ones that are uh let's say the practice is like mine or it's maybe a well-known uh let's just call it a you know, I shadowed Brett Winchester or something like that, right? Like that would be these
0: types of clinics, like,
1: yeah, the clinics, I think that would be good. I don't know if that would be, that might be on a CV specific to um, students students or, or even trying to get a job. If you're a Mm -hmm. younger chiropractor, that's not a student. That would be good. Now I have to use my CV for other things as well. So I probably wouldn't have that on there. So maybe you have two CVs because some of the examples of, of me using my CV outside of, uh, obviously I'm not looking for a job, but, um, I, when I actually, the schools make me give it to them uh, for being a preceptor doctor. So that's one example. Um, when I do, like when Parker University at first asked me to speak, I have a CV each year. They ask for updated CV. So speaking engagements, definitely. I, I did, I'm on the board of athletic training for the state of Florida. And they have one chiropractor on the athletic training board, which is kind of cool. And that's me. And I've done that for 10 years now, I think my CVs for that. Um, I, I, I taught at a local university 11 years ago, exercise physiology, they needed it. So, you know, even if, if you're a chiropractor listening to this, and you're not looking for a job or a preceptorship, you still need a CV and you want to keep it updated because of these types of opportunities, any professional opportunity, they're going to ask you for the CV, they're not going to ask you for a resume.
0: And you don't want to be embarrassed with like, something that hasn't been updated no uh, you don't for 10 years and you're like oh man i don't remember anything so that's <laughs> something i always continue to do like yeah. like it's just like you every year i update it. this yeah. is what i did uh yeah
1: i've got a funny story about embarrassing yourself on a cv um i used to be the team chiropractor for saint thomas aquinas football down here which is a high school football team in fort lauderdale which um anybody that's big high school fans they've been like top five in the country for a long time. They win the state championship. It's, it's kind of crazy the amount of NFL talent they have. So it was kind of a big opportunity. This was in 2009 and they asked for my CV and I brought it in. I spelt curriculum wrong. I oh, don't know. On my CV. And the athletic trainer is like, well, you spelled curriculum wrong. And I just look at him. All I could do was laugh. And he started laughing too. And he's like, oh, I don't care. So he was fine with it, but it just it was freaking embarrassing. Uh, luckily, I still got the gig. And I did that for a few years until I, I sold the practice and, and moved up uh, about 40 minutes away. So yeah, it was kind of, kind of a bad CV story. So make sure you spell curriculum, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it gets so Some people get so picky. You know, they're like, I saw a typo. I just uh, threw it away. And I'm like, wow, maybe they just have so many people trying to get one of these jobs that they can be so picky. But sometimes I'm like a typo here, a typo there, but uh-huh. the essence of it's still there. I mean, of course, obviously if I'm presenting it to you, I want it to be, typo free but you know i just get frustrated sometimes when you hear these these docs or you know these organizations just throw away somebody and You're like wow that was like but could have been the top five contender for the job but yeah i wouldn't worry about that
1: too much for sure so you know. um cool so let's let's tie it back now okay do you think um if someone had a nice cv developed does that make it easier for you to kind of cherry pick from there and develop a one sheet from that that would be
0: huge yeah. that would make my life so easy because then being a chiropractor, I can already know what we can we can word it. You know these different techniques or these different seminars, yep. and then classify it and then word it so that it could be put on there in a, a bullet point or two. Um, yeah, that'd be very helpful. Cool. and That's I one of the it, things I request.
1: Yeah, good. And I would obviously assume too is if the chiropractor is coming to you is like, look, I really need my CV and my one sheet to be geared toward. Well, obviously your CV is going to be your CV, but you want your one sheet geared towards the community and my kind of networking and marketing and stuff like that. Versus say someone like me, we made my one sheet more for my chiropractic professional type of stuff that I do Mm -hmm. for the modern chiropractic marketing and CSA and things like that. Is that correct?
0: Yeah. We would want to know, like, do you volunteer? Those are some of the things like you'd want to have, what organizations are you a part of? Are you a board member at the local, whatever those things um, you know, when I was in the practice in Colorado, one of the ways we marketed it was, was we would donate sometimes like the new patient exam or -hmm. part of the fee or whatever. And we would always find what's the pulse of the community. What, what organizations do people actually care about that's local so that whenever you present the check, you're like, "Dude, the money staying here. And we'll probably get in the newspaper because they actually care about this thing. It's not just breast cancer awareness or Mm -hmm. the red cross.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, that makes sense. Perfect. That's great. And, uh, I highly recommend the one sheet. And uh, I know at the end, you'll give us a little bit more info on how to how to get that done. But um, before we do that, just tell me a little bit about your, your books you've written. I want to hear the names, the topics, and what inspired you.
0: Yeah, uh, the first one was almost like Josh Satterley's book. Uh-huh. It's mostly from pod, blog posts and past emails. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you know, you, you've already written all this stuff. You can repackage it. So I repackaged uh, this for uh, today's choices, tomorrow's health. It's right. like a small things that you can do to change your health, uh, whether it's financial health or exercising, dieting, and then you know, throwing some chiropractic stuff. Maybe I should change a little bit in the front. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not a subluxation believer, but you know, there's a part about like what is that supposed to be? And I'm just like, well, do I even want that in there anymore? But anyway, <laughs> uh, but you know, talk about finances. I love that stuff. I love basic exercises and tips and tricks from china so that's the first one cool the second one is an acupuncture book but it's a do-it-yourself so mm-hmm. actually it's acupressure and it's just condition here's what you would do condition points condition points it's not a bunch of fluff and there's no theory in it it's just here's what you should do and then um living in china learning how to do the business uh lunches and dinners that's a huge thing there okay. so i was uh I was in Shanghai, and I was talking to one of my buddies, actually from Germany, and I was asking him, like, hey, man, do you know about this or this or this? And he's like, no, no, no. So I explained it to him, and then, like, the light bulb started going off. He's like, oh, my goodness, that's what was going on. And I was like, man, I need to – I was thinking about writing a book about it. I was like, I'm going to do it. So I I knocked that out. It's only, like, what, 70 pages, but if you were to read it and you were going to a Chinese wedding or to a business deal, you would know why people are sitting where they are how to drink how to hold you know do chopsticks you, you learn everything it's pretty cool um and then i did a bunch of uh, coloring books for my kid <laughs> it's on amazon oh you're you're, cr- you're creative <laughs> i took pictures and then oh. did english chinese and spanish so it's like flashcards. it's a coloring book it's uh, language development and there's a uh, six different series of those books as well so nice, that was a passion nice. project you got, a, you got a, a wide array
1: of topics and audiences on that that's that's good Which makes it
0: more difficult again
1: <laughs> trying to advertise all this yeah yeah uh, I, it's hard to spread yourself thin a little bit but yeah you know it's it's funny you mentioned about you know turning to blogs and emails into a book and and it's a it's a good strategy and i remember it was kind of funny because i i reached out in my facebook group see if anybody knew you know any publishers within chiropractic and and i got lucky enough and dr morgan reached out to me and then and parker ended up uh, publishing my book but when i went that route there went you know out the window the just uh (laughs) kind of repurposing blogs and and emails but i did do it still to an extent i just had to use it as kind of sources of information and 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 reorganize it and then luckily you know because i wrote I've written a couple of books before where I self-published, and it was a lot harder. Uh, but luckily with, with Parker, I ended up having two rounds of editors wow. and, and yeah, like it was really nice. Um,
0: it's, it's amazing how it turned out compared to what I wrote. <laughs> um, it's, it's completely like I, I use the lady on Fiverr who's a uh, PhD in English or something. And yeah. obviously that's not thousands of dollars. Cause these books, when you self publish, I don't know what you use yours for, but mm-hmm. mine's kind of like a, uh, because of what costs, two bucks yeah. To, to, to print. Eventually, it's going to be like a big business card. You put your books out in front. People look at that. They're like, what? You wrote a book? You're like, yeah. You should – you want it? You can have it Yeah. or whatever. And then you can just use it as kind of like that. Like I'm not going to – I don't expect this. I don't – actually, that first book, that Today's Choice's book, mm-hmm. that doesn't sell very well at all because, I mean, there's so many health books. Yeah. How are you supposed to differentiate yourself? So it really is – it's like a big business card mm-hmm. that – took time to put together and make read. Okay. you know.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. And that's, you know, when I worked with Parker on doing it, it was definitely, we wanted to do the book workbook, which came out good. And, um, but it's it's just interesting when you go through a a full publishing company with editors and all that, um, you know, I had to do the, the legwork of the writing. Like I did a lot of writing and organizing my thoughts and doing all that, but it's just cool to see them put it into a book and obviously into much better um, English language (laughs) and and see them do their magic. But, you know, it made me realize like it's, there's a recent book I read called Who Not How, and it's by a strategic coach and, and and another writer, but it talks a lot about, you know, finding the who's to do things for you and not how to do it. And so I knew how to, I knew the information, I knew how to write and I knew how to put it in an organized manner um but i needed the who to make it turn into like a legitimate exciting book and that's what parker provided which was really helpful for me because otherwise i just don't think i would have got it done to be honest with you i just would have been overwhelmed and frustrated and not put it out there but uh, i think people need to you know, find those who's in their life. And, and that's what you're doing for chiropractors right now in, in a lot of different ways and um, providing a lot of information. But now you're offering the one sheet in CV. So uh, with that said, how could they reach out to you if they're interested in having either of those or both done f- for them?
0: Yeah, real quick. I, I'll save some of your viewers, uh, listeners, like $500 on, on how to write a book. The China book, I did audio first. I spoke the whole thing because trying to organize everything, I was getting kind of overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. So I just spoke it and then transcribed it and then boom, everything's there. Then now you can just, boom, you just move it around, make things flow better, take things out, just edit what you've already spoken. Sometimes it's just easier to get it out there than have to come back, you know, what, three months later, where was I, you know? (laughs) Yeah, no, it's a great way of doing it.
1: Um, I wish I would have done that. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think doing the book workbook kind of thing, I really had to organize it in such a way.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's a different thing, though, what you did. know, all went well. And so, um, yeah, how, how can they find you? Yeah. Uh, Doctorsperspective.net slash MCM. Okay. So, Modern Chiropractic Marketing. Yep. And they can actually uh, check it out at a 20% discount. Well, perfect. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'll make sure <laughs> I'll make sure that's in the show notes as well. Yeah. So that's that. And then the, I'm on every podcast listening app you can imagine, uh, bookstore on Amazon. So, uh, anybody wants anybody interested in anything that I've done, I'm, I'm on open book. I'll, I'll answer emails. I'll answer Facebook messengers and all that. So uh, yeah, I just you, like to reach out to people.
1: You're very responsive and you got a wealth of knowledge. So I I appreciate that. And you're a credit to the profession. Oh, That means a lot coming from you. Uh, My pleasure. And thank you again for your time. I know you and I will be talking a lot soon. There we go. name name.